Man, quit playing with me, man. No, for real, don't play like that. Are you are you serious? How you know? Put that on everything. Damn. I'ma call you back. I'ma call you back. Hey Des, hey Desmond. No. Oh. How you doing? Ow. Hey. Um, that's an avalanche. Uh, oh. Sorry. Jersey. Give me a second. Your favorite team. Oh, and the second jersey we see is your second favorite team. How's it going? How's it going, Desmond? Um, uh, been better, Mike. Uh, as you recall, our, our interactions today, we're recording at 9.50. Our interactions began around what I, I messaged you at 8 a.m. saying, are we going to record tonight? Are you going to bail last second? And am I going to have to cyber bully you? Um, that's, you know, that's how I say good morning, basically. Right. Um, and then you responded about an hour and a half or so later, around like 945, maybe. Yep. Yep. 10. Yep. And you yep. say, dude. And I instantly think to myself, this motherfucker is going to cancel again. <laughs> but no, no. It's way, screen, it's, way, it's way worse. worse. Wait, it's way worse. <laughs> Be honest, Desmond. Uh, would you would you rather have had me cancel slash reschedule today, or have Barry Trotz have been fired this morning? Uh, I wish you canceled again, um, and we still had Barry Trotz as coach because as of today, Barry Trotz has been relieved of his duties by General Manager and President Lou Lamorello. And okay, so uh, today was going to be exit interview pod. I kind of feel like we're going to get a little distracted from that today because of, um, well, because of the situation. Uh, I, I also wanted to talk about the playoffs going on right now. I think what we're going to do is we're mostly going to talk about Barry Trotz and the team going forward. Um, uh, and we're going to save any playoff stuff for uh, what I want to say is uh, some brief stuff at the end. But I think this is going to be pretty hyper focused on um the off season slash what next season looks like. Uh, slash uh, my, my, my rapidly waning uh, will to live. I'm here to talk you off the ledge. Uh, I'm here to talk anyone off the ledge who's listening, who thinks that the Islanders now are fucked because so, so there's, there's a lot of it. today is, is a day to be upset, rightfully so, regardless of morning. how you feel. I'm, I'm wearing yeah. my Atticus uh, clothing. I'm, I'm dressed 2002 goth style in mourning. So you look like Brad Pitt in Burn After Reading. So I don't know. I don't know about you're wearing a track. We're both, we're both good looking guys. So, so, so here's the deal. And rich. How is um, here? Here's kind of how I, how I'm looking at things and how, how I, looked at things the second I saw the tweet. I, I shouldn't say the second because I would say there was about a minute where I was like, am I dreaming? Is this like <laughs> a prank? I legitimately didn't know. It felt, do you know what I initially thought? I saw Barry Trotz, you know, I saw like the, you know, the Islanders have announced whatever Barry Trotz. I was like, oh, this must be an extension. It was actually the opposite. Cut. 
right. no more. Whereas right. extension, you keep going. Right. Less. So uh, as I've been thinking about it, obviously, or it, it, it reminds me, while not entirely similar, it reminds me a lot of the John Tavares situation in the sense that there is this sect of people, two sects really, which are going to be rival fans, which you always, you know, that's, that's always going to be there. Uh, mm-hmm. No matter what happens, they're going to be there to tap you on the shoulder and be like, hey, this is why your favorite team is horrible and my favorite team is great. Uh, and then you have, you know, the Doomers who basically they're both saying the same thing, which is uh, the, the Islanders are now going to be a basement team for 10 years because they've relieved Barry Trotz of his duties. Uh, while I would never in a million years, if I were in the Lemuel's position, do this, that doesn't necessarily equal out to the Islanders are screwed, not making the playoffs next year, uh, going to be a bad team. Um Maybe and and the other thing is this doesn't make them make it impossible for them to. It, it's it's not like by relieving Barry Trotz of his duties, it is now impossible for the Islanders to win a Stanley Cup in this window that we all thought they could, and I still think they will win one in. Um, Are you done? Are you done with your corporate your corporate co-host uh, schlock that you're no. that you're trying to sell? No, I'm not. I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet. I, no. I think. I think that the Doomer shit is so you, parallel. You posited. You posited that. It's, let's take a step back. No, I'm taking. I'm. I'm. I'm keeping. No, I'm. I'm standing firm no, here, Desmond. No, yes. Yes. You. No. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. And here's why. No, yes. No. 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 Yes. No. The Doomer no, shit. No. No. Is parallel to the John Tavares shit in the sense that you saw a team. Uh, early on into an offseason, didn't know what it was going to look like later on in that offseason, didn't know what it was going to look like under a Barry Trotz team, new coach. Now it's going to be either a Lane Lambert, Coach uh, Joel Quenville, Bruce Boudreau, uh, a handful of uh, a handful of possibilities. Um, you don't know what changes are going to be made to the roster. It's it's so premature, doomer, idiotic, woe is me. Or, you know, uh, uh, a fan of a rival team dunking on another team to just say, oh, this is the worst thing to ever happen. And the Islanders are screwed now. Uh, Counterpoint. I think you're being a fucking idiot for for uh, not for really glancing over how cataclysmic this is in so many directions for the team. It's it is psychotic to me. Uh, uh, You are definitely paid by the team uh <laughs> you're definitely on loose payroll i do not trust you uh uh, uh i don't i, I don't agree with is, it i i don't know how many is, times i have to say i, I don't agree I'm not, with I'm it. not saying it's impossible for them to be good what i am saying is that i don't feel good i feel less good about the possibilities of them being good the likelihood of, of them being good and that's a significant problem because this is I don't know, this is this shit is so weird to me. Like I, you, you're you're glancing over the the rank weirdness, the high strangeness of this of this situation. Do you know why it's do you, do you know why you feel so miserable right now? It's because they don't have that one. Yes, but they don't have a coach, so you've got no one to lean on. You've got no one to look at and say, you know, it was oh, nice having uh, the best. I agree. Uh, like, coach to I, lean on that was not nice, actually i agree with you there are extenuating circumstances 
that led to this that, you know, are, are being posited right now by other people, just theories and stuff, but stuff that we're probably going to have to talk about. Um, but you don't feel good because there's two big holes on defense. There's no coach. And, you know, in theory, no one in the forward group outside of Matt Barzell and Brock Nelson is safe. Maybe Anders Lee too. That's why you don't feel good because you don't have a full picture of what is going to happen next year. That's entirely why you don't feel good. Not just, well, it's because I don't know what this franchise is doing anymore. Well, yes, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Right. And and I don't like that. To me, it is so asinine. Even if the players were not enthused about. Did you just see that? You're watching the ass game right now. No, they I'm watching sco- the Burkowski just scored and it 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 uh, went through the net. Um, I'm watching the the Caps uh, Panthers overtime. Oh, okay. Um. Uh, ooh, uh. But to me, like, I I don't I don't know where to start. I I understand. You know, one year left on the deal. You got to talk extension and and whatnot. And, and speculation we can get into that has it, it's it's ranged from Trotz and Lou's relationship has soured. Dre, uh, Darren Dredger said something about wanting to uh, step into management. Step into upper management. Yeah. Uh, I think Larry Brooks said something about him him not being sure if Trotz wanted to stay. Uh-huh. Um, on the t- I, just on Long Island, stay with the team. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Like, like, like you know, w- wouldn't want to. Except, I, I just, I wonder. There's just so many. There's so many stories out there, and I wouldn't be surprised if the little parts of everything of is true. Yeah. Um, but like I, I always say with hockey, when you're analyzing things, the thing I like about hockey is that it's never one thing. Um, no, it isn't. For, most things in life are never one thing. And I think hockey is a, 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 an interesting lens for understanding that, that thought process. But yeah, for me, for me, it, it, it's, this is weird. Of course. So, of course. So I don't want to argue about that. So, do, do you think like, uh, again, I don't agree with it. I don't, I, it's not all the extensions, all the extensions that, that have happened recently, presumably I, were to play with trots. Sure, sure. Play with yeah. play with each other and to play for trots. Yeah, I, I, you know, Zach Preeze has only got one year under him. Uh, and I think that, like, you did, regardless of who the, the coach is next year, you probably make that uh, extension. Uh, Clutterbuck, definitely. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Even going back to Suzuka, sure. Um, like, the fact, the fact that they made those one-year signings felt very much, we're going to at least go for it next year. Type of course, shit. of course, of course, yes. Also, uh, also, Panthers they... scored, but it, it might be a goalie interference uh, call. Oh, okay. Oh, that'll be good. I hope that it uh, it is egregious goalie interference, and uh, it, it gets counts. called a goal. It gets called a goal, so that way Rangers fans can go into an absolute pandemonium about it. Um, but, but, but for me, so so much of this team has been constructed. Uh, like the good parts of this team felt like they were constructed with trots in mind. You know what I mean? Like, like, like with, with, Mm -hmm. um, let's see. I think, no, I think we got a good goal. 
Oh, yeah, that's a good goal. Um, but for me, I'm just so, I don't trust, I, I, I don't feel good about. Yeah, you've got nothing. There's missing puzzle pieces. That's exactly been, why. And because it's not just trots. I, I know we're, we're speculating that Lane Lambert, you know, gets up, Step, upgraded. Steps in, yeah, sure. If that happened, wouldn't, wouldn't that have been announced today? And also, Lane Lambert's a big time trots guy. He's been he's been with trots everywhere, right? I don't know. So yeah. it's, so it's like, well, he wants he, a head coaching gig. He's been he's interviewed at multiple spots. What, um, but my my point is, would he now, if he feels that Trotz was wronged, would he uh, take that job? Uh, I I think that it maybe depends on what him, if he really legitimately thinks he was wronged. It depends on a what other shots he thinks he has at other head coaching gigs around the league, and b if Barry Trotz kind of gives a lot him of gigs. Blessing. It seems like there's a lot of gigs. Sure, but there's coaches out there that could grab all those gigs in theory. There's there's guys like Claude Julien, like I know that he hasn't coached in a little while, but Mike Babcock, who probably will get a shot somewhere. Um, uh, even John Tortorella, if he feels like it, Paul Maurice. You know, and that's, like the, that's the other part of this shit. That's the other part of this shit that I don't like, is that there are, of the people that could could come to the team, there are so many shit like there there are just so many awful fucking bastards that, Bab- that could. Babcock and Coach Q. Um I don't want I don't want those guys. I, I don't I don't care. I don't care about that they've won other places. You know, Trotz didn't win anywhere until he won with, with the Capitals and, yeah. and now he's a winner. So right. for me I'm not moved by that argument and I'm not, I, 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 I'm not moved. I'm also frankly not moved. If you think Trotz was too hard of a hard ass, why do you think, how the fuck would uh, definitely Tortorella be any Tortorella better? Tortorella for sure. Uh, Mike Babcock how, for how, sure. How the fuck um, would Babcock be better? I'm not saying, like, I don't think anyone, I don't think anyone's going to bat for Babcock. Tortorella maybe, but also probably not. And also, yeah, I mean, I don't think I don't think that's happening. I uh, let's 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 get into it a little bit in in in, in terms of who you one think two would like uh, now that this has happened. And I'm I'll, I'll we, go first. Before we do that, no, can yeah. we just talk about Barry Trotz? Can, like, can we just sure talk sure. about like I I just I, I think it is because that's the thing. Obviously, we don't know these people. We don't see, but, but all we see is is what we're shown. Mm-hmm. But Barry Trotz just seems like such a fucking guy that you want to root for. I agree. Uh, he has he has been he's been the MVP of the Islanders for the last four years. Um, well, maybe not this year. This year was last no three, three, yeah, three, three out of four years, years. Three years prior, yeah. Um, I'll I'll, um, I'll 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 say and- I'll say I'll say two things really quick about about Barry. Um, one one of the uh, biggest things that I'm bummed out about about my dad passing away before he got to see the Dynasty Islanders, biggest Islanders guy I know. 
Um, he loved Barry Trotz and he wasn't able to really see Barry Trotz as an Islanders coach, which is insane. It just sucks that he wasn't able to, and then see that success that he had. He loved Barry Trotz. Um, from, you know, Nashville to the Capitals. We watched that uh, uh, behind the, uh, you know, the HBO style behind the scenes uh, uh, winter classic uh, series that Barry Trost was involved with. Uh, and he just loved the guy um, and was also a big, just the, the way that he, you know, the, the, the way that he played hockey and thought hockey, or I should say coach hockey and thought hockey. And, uh, you know, the Matt Martin getting traded back to the Islanders, one of my dad's favorite players, and him thriving in the playoffs under trots. Um, that's one thing that I always think about. Um, I, I always think about my dad would love to have been, you know, he, like I said, he had a nice, nice little hockey watching life. He got to see the Dynasty Islanders. Um, you know, he got to go to those games. Uh, yeah, so that's one thing I but think this about. Was the, but this was the best hockey since then. It's oh, literally, absolutely. These were uh, the best. The, these were the Islanders teams that have done the best in a concentrated amount of time. Plus since, 93. Plus 93. Um, I'm talking that, totality of, 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 like a, of an actual. Oh, player. like a group. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. But like a hockey. Like they ran a hockey, an era. Yeah. And, no, yeah, I absolutely. He would. Like, he would yeah. This was the best what your dad would have loved it, I'm sure. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, um, yes. So, and like I said, I, I you know, I, uh, uh, yeah, I won't get into faith-based stuff, but, you know, I'd like to think that he is seeing it in some form uh, of way. But the other thing that I will say is, uh, do you know what calmed me down after an Islanders loss? Listening, listening to and I, I I suggested some of my more hot tempered friends who were Islanders fans do the same thing who I'm not hot tempered, but it still <laughs> it, it still made me just very calm and like kind of like, OK, you know what? That's OK. I would always listen to and I, I didn't I don't do this with coaches, you know, I, I other than Barry Trotz, I never really have done it with is I would listen to his pressers after losses and really absorb what he had to say because it was all, all very thoughtful and it wasn't quite as cliched as other other guys were and it really actually kind of put losses into perspective for me more so than other eras you know coaches who were short with reporters after losses it really felt like he was kind of reflecting while they were asking questions going from doug weight being such a smug oh, snarky man. little shithead to uh, to everybody but the the, the 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 one that, the one that everybody remembers with shannon hogan with where he was just like yeah, night and day, night and a day. Fucking bastard. Yeah. Uh, just trots. I don't know, man. It, 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 it. I also just like, I have such an appreciation. I know his family. I know, I believe one of his, uh, I, I don't know his family. I was, I'm saying, I, I know that his family, I believe it, uh, his son has Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I remember seeing like, cause I remember when the caps won, there was like a lot, like a lot of really nice celebration stuff with, with Trotz and his son. And I, I, my mom is a special ed uh, teacher. Uh, and I don't know. It's just, uh, I, he just seems like uh, the, the relationship he has with his sons. Super, oh my God. Insane. Save just happened. No, we're just getting tender there. But uh, Jake Ottinger made an insane, uh, insane, you know, I can, 
you know, watching the Avs. You know, watching the Avs. No, I like Borg. In honor of Barry Trotz, I'm I'm trying to watch the most non-eventful hockey, which is <sighs> Flames, Flames, Stars, and Ottinger just made an insane. It's been one of the best series so far. Let, we'll get into it. We'll get into but, it. Uh, but but, after, but you know, the Trotz, Trotz fan, like his. Uh, I just I I uh, the care that he gives to his his son. Not every uh, special needs family gets the bond like that. And I don't know. That was another part that, that was, was nice to, to root for. Because I, I, what do we, we need to talk about how great it was to watch this. I mean, we can, but it, just t- talking about the human side of it, that, that's something that I've thought about. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. Um, but get, get, getting into the, the, the purely hockey side of things, it's like, Man, he got the best out of his players. He, uh, uh, yeah, on every every stop that he made in his career so far, and and, and or or I would say because not not everybody did their best under trots, but I, I feel like no. he was able to synthesize, like look at it. Almost felt like he looked at the one to twenty three, mm-hmm. and give given the context, I trusted his ability to put together what made the most sense. Uh, and, you know, it's just so frustrating. It's so like the, the, the fucking lightning the last two years have been fucking mo- monsters and no one gave them better run than the Islanders, the no. Islanders, which probably, you know, charitably you could say is like skill level, 12th best team sure. skill level. Even sure. that seems like a bit, uh, a bit I would, I would say they have yeah, the depth. Let's say but, depth. But, let's say depth. And I definitely think that, you know, once again, uh, fans of other teams will push back because most, mo- most fans are kind of, here's the kinda thing. Just kind of just tunnel vision their own team and then kind of look at, Trotz's ability to to uh, motivate and utilize these play, make a system and utilize these players, uh, overcame any of that, and it made, yeah. you know, the, one of the things I've said, and this is kind of the well, this gets into the you know the dynamic of uh, the, the wrong kid uh, died dynamic. Wrong. What, what has sp- happened here? The sprung kid, sprung died. kid died uh, yeah. dynamic of today, but like. You know, I've mentioned before uh, that Lou Lamorello, and he didn't even build this lineup. A lot of this was was Garth Snow. Sure, uh, yeah. But like, you know, he just lose the guy that agrees to keep this shit rocking. Yeah, um, no, hundred percent. That that you know, you know, he. It, this is a. There are a lot of B and B plus players on the Islanders that he was able to get. Uh, or, or like B, B minus to B plus players mm-hmm. that he was able to get at least B to A sometimes A plus play out of. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, oh, like absolutely. More more players uh, were the best versions of themselves than 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 you had players underachieve. You know what I mean? Like uh, Nick Nick Letty 
wasn't the same. Yeah. Why do we have time left? What's going on? Oh, so here's the deal. I, uh, I teach lessons on zoom now and zoom has, uh, started to do uh, 40 minute time limit shit. Uh, here's what, we'll, here's what we'll have to do. We'll probably have to do two 40 minute, you know, uh, sessions for me. and, and then cut, cut them in. Uh, that's what I've been having to do with hour long guitar students basically be like, all right, I'm going to resend a Lincoln. Yeah. Um, well, I pay, I, I pay for the thing, but whatever. Um, uh, anyway, um, it, it's like, that is what is so bothersome to me. I mean, it's so bothersome to me that I guess it's, and I wonder how connected this is. He got the best out of what he got. I wonder if reality and perception of reality has played a part where the thing that's needed, looking at the year, looking at the way scoring's gone up this year, thinking about one year left on the contract, even if Luce says that that wasn't a factor, just mm. the totality of the circumstances. And the fact that there are some offensive weapons out there, uh, the ability to sell them on, we're going to open shit up. Sure. Uh, I, I wonder as much as to me, I feel that that is a overblown thing. Like I've said, I, I, if, if, if Matt Barzell is a big part of this, he's got to stop being mid Barzell next season because I can't, I can't, he better be this fucking good. The way you, you compare him to, to McKinnon or you, that you feel that he has a McKinnon streak to him. He fucking better be. He fucking I better see, be. Yeah, I just see the... Uh, I, I tell you, I don't think he's that good. I just don't. And, and that's and what worries me. I get it. I get it. I see the through line there. And I'm not saying that it's going to it's gonna necessarily mean he is going to become Nathan McKinnon. I just see a scenario where it's it comes close or he has that kind of evolution. Um, because like I said, there was a lot of frustrating years for Nathan McKinnon on the avalanche where the points weren't coming. And I specific, I know the looks were there and the shots were there and, you know, his, his shot is better than Barzell's for sure. But, you know, these guys he's are young. And stuff. He's just bad. I, I, I just yeah, think, I, I, I just think, I, I mean, but, but, but I worry about, that. I, I just see, I, I see a lot of, a lot of similarities and uh, you know, I, it's not an impossibility that he follows the same kind of trajectory. Um, can we say, but, can, 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 can we get, I mean, you know, we have seven minutes before we, we're going to switch to the next thing. Let's, uh, yeah. I, can I just say, like, I, I said it in the chat, this actually makes me more pissed at John Tavares. Oh yeah. I, I wondered if you were going to bring this up. Um, yeah. Well, because one. Because Tr- Tr- Trotz is a, is a coach that he's a very demanding coach. He, 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 and he's not a coach for a rebuild, which is what the Islanders, they didn't rebuild. They kind of like jumped through a rebuild in one season and then just decided they were good enough on the strength of his coaching. Uh, Well, because fucking Barry Trotz and, and Lou Lamarillo looked at what was there and said, this isn't a rebuild situation. This is a, this team needs, leadership play well situation and they need yeah they need they need structure and leadership but but to me to me it's just like if if you got this burst of of energy that the franchise got from 
from Trotz and Luke. Trotz coming in off this cup, wanting to stick it to the, the Caps. And if he had Tavares, if he had, if he had the, like three three or four years of of maybe last elite elite Tavares, it's hard for me to feel like that 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 wasn't possible because I know the argument of well you wouldn't be able to keep Nelson yeah but I think you'd be able to get a JGP equivalent third line center and have Matt Barzell as your second that's line the, center yeah yeah they and that's they like would, that, that's they would have a cup they would have a cup maybe two. It's so fucking hard. Like, I, I, I'm especially watching, and I'm sure we'll get into it when we get into our playoffs section. But you know, watching that 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 dumbass just not literally not have a place on the light uh, on the on the the Leafs. Maple Leafs, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's does, it's a he doesn't have. There's nowhere for him to be on the rink because the, the way they play hockey and the way he plays hockey, you see, is the, not the, the same. You see the 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 fucking weirdo who cuts the Josh Bailey clips is cutting Tavares yeah. clips now, which is, it's still psycho, but at, at least, at least the man is committed, I guess. For good. But, but I don't know. Did Trotz, I just, I, I, I am so grateful for me. Barry too. Trotz. me too. I feel, I genuinely feel like the way that the, I think it, that they had the best years of my life so far mm-hmm. under him. And and him being who he is, how he talks about hockey, I've never. It's common. It, it, it's not. It's nice that it's common that I got the most excitement and the most enlightenment. I feel as a as a as a hockey fan, as an Islander fan, and pride as an Islander fan from him. I just I'm gonna miss him. I hope. I hope he goes to Winnipeg because me too. Me too. I think that's I, a really neutral destination that like won't upset me with, with uh, a lot of uh, kind of a similar situation to what the Islanders were in, where they are a team that lacks identity toilet, right now. Toilet. It feels like they miss their, their thing. If they, yeah. you know, um, but they, they, I think there's a lot of really good pieces there. And I do think that they'll probably be uh, kind of a facelift because it sounds like the locker room is at, at odds with each other. Um, yeah. But I mean, you know, they, you know, they do play, they do play close to the abs, but I'm, you know, whatever. I, I don't care about that. I think that, I, they, I think that. And also, a, also the chat has, has talked about going to Winnipeg. So now, now we'd really have to go. Yeah. Yeah. We'd have to commit to a Winnipeg trip. We'd have to fly into the, the second, nearest, nearest airport because the, the city of Winnipeg doesn't have an airport itself. Um, and it then, really it doesn't i know that that is a big joke uh i don't know if it's actually true we'll have to uh we'll, we'll have to well have to, jamie looked that up <laughs> but but yeah we, we have to we have to go we'll, we'll have to look at our respective life and music schedules but i yeah. think i think if it's like to the point where if we don't have something on the schedule we all agree to go yeah. and like it has to be a really good reason to miss it. It can't yeah. just be like, no offense to venues around here, but it can't just be like a fun local show. It's got to be, yeah. we have to go to honor what this man did. Uh, yeah. I, I, you got to get that picture also, of his face with a skull. I just, I, I, his skull, I'll miss getting a look at his, his fucking head, man. Like, I just, I think 
I think he he he's a fitted nine and a half, maybe double digit. New era uh, ten. He's a, he's got a ten hat. His his fitteds are bucket. They're bucket size uh, hats. <laughs> All right, uh, let's because there's only a minute left. Let's end this right now and then come back to. Uh... Uh, let's come back to it uh, after the yeah, ad break. There's, there's so much more. There's so much more. Man, ad break. Uh, fuck. Well, it's your week to edit. So if you want to do an ad. Yeah. And maybe I won't. Maybe we'll just go right to the thing. It's yeah, let's whatever. not. Let's just do it. Whatever. Oh, yeah. Because we're still recording right yeah, now. Who fuck, so people who will who hear this. Cares? Who fucking right, cares? Whatever, All right. Yeah. yeah, I'll All see right, you in a minute. Later. And we're uh, back. All right. Um, so I think that that little break, we talked about Winnipeg. We talked about Winnipeg. This is, this Um, is a a good spot to, we, we praised Barry for not only his, uh, contributions to the hockey side of, uh, the New York Islanders in our lives, but also the humanity, uh, that he provides. Uh, and now I think it's time that we, and uh, just, just hold on really quick, just because we have, we should say like to, to that end, you mentioned the hockey fit and the life fit losing his mom like if he's been coaching for a long time if this is how um you know if he has one last stint somewhere it'd be nice to be one pick yeah you know but yeah, yeah. sorry continue i, I just uh, wanted to say that because to me that yeah. is important like i think that is I, I i felt so bad for that uh, another one of the horrible things this year him losing his mom and the people getting weird about it on twitter and it's a, it's it, it, the every day that passes, I, I get closer and closer to being an exclusive Reddit guy. Um, really? Because it seems it seems pretty horrible. I'm not sure. You know what it is, Des. You know what you know what it is, Desmond. You can the kind racism of, kind of bothers me on there because of it's, the, the what it is. I'll tell you where worldview. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Unfortunately, the reason yeah, that I, I know I, I, I kind of don't like that. My, I, I kind of don't like that part of it. The reason that I I say Reddit specifically is because selfishly, I very much control what I see as opposed to Twitter, which is kind of, you know, you might like this tweet and, you know, you, I see you like a lot of tweets from this topic. So let me show you this insane person saying this thing Um, is, you know, on Reddit, I get to, you know, be on my, uh, I'm on the hockey Reddit, which is, you know, that's probably the most insane one that I'm on in terms of nightmare people but you know i'm on my like dvd movie reddit and my Mm -hmm. and my music stuff and and it's uh it's 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 a nice little when i'm there i'm safe um you know because i i don't have to see what the insane people are saying as often i should say because once in a while you know um anyway uh we should talk about um we should talk about what the what, what it looks like, you know, in terms of uh, uh, your uh, first, second, third, whatever, however many you want to go go through choices to fill this vacancy, as well as um, while it might not be an endorsement, someone that you could see uh, taking the spot. Um, and I'll go first because I already kind of, uh, you know, with that being said, I, I kind of... Um, and uh, leading up to something there and I'll, I'll, I'll go through it and I'll just say my number one choice is Lane Lambert um, because it's familiar. And I do think that uh, I, I think that uh, guys 
that have been, you know, guys like him that have been so uh, committed to hockey and, and in programs like Barry Trotz that have seen so much success. And just even just hearing him talk the few games that he, he covered for Barry, um, I like the way that he talks about the game and obviously probably sees the game, uh, you know, and I'm sure that there's differences there, which is why it would make sense. You know, uh, it, it's it's Barry Trotz, but with a little bit of a spin on it, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, there's a comfort, you know, there's just a, a little bit of comfort there um, where something different, but a little bit of the same, which has shown success uh, in the past. So that's that's my number one. Um, and then I, I will agree. say same. and, and, and for every reason you said, I don't... and it's my, my most likely I'm going to say. My second I most like that. Really, you don't think so? I think it's the most likely. Um, I think the second most likely is a Coach Quenville situation. Um, while my second, in terms of what I would want, is a Bruce Boudreaux situation. And I'm going to talk through the Quenville thing right now, really quick, and just say that um, it is uh, a dicey situation, especially if he gets hired. And I don't know. I don't know if uh, Lou Lamarillo would go for a guy like that because I know that he definitely tends to steer away from that kind of um, stuff. Uh, like just he he tends to, to steer go away from, from firing the, trots, the distraction hiring stuff. Firing yeah. trots and hiring Q is an insane PR decision. It is. It is. And the the in terms of the humanity side of things, it's no good. Uh, I do envision a situation where this guy takes over the team and um, one has to shave his mustache, which is pretty funny, but two, uh, but, (laughs) but uh, two, I could see a situation where they uh, are immediately successful under him. And then you are left with this horrible kind of like, I feel good, but I, I know that it's, you know, there's part of me that doesn't want to feel good at all about it. And I think I'll let you, I'll let you speak on, uh, I'll let you speak on that on your own. And I'm going to, I'm going to leave that at that. Um, and then uh, Bruce Boudreaux was, like I said, my second choice. Um, I'm not even going to say my third, most likely, I don't know who my third, most likely would be. Um, uh, maybe someone like Claude Julian. I don't know about that though. Um, I don't know. Cause there's guys in that bracket, the Claude Julian, Paul Maurice type that is kind of like, you know, experience has seen success to a certain extent, but not quite in the same echelon as a, a Quinville or even Boudreaux. Well, that's tough to say because Boudreaux's uh, never won a cup. He's never really been, you know, he's never been super deep in the playoffs. He's got the game seven issue, but uh, I would, I, I think Bruce would do a lot of good for this team, especially, you know, uh, he's a little bit a of a, back, it's, it's a, it's a back tread, man. It's a back tread. He hasn't, he hasn't won big games. And, and, and that's what, like, but you know what? what you know what, Desmond? That's what annoys this- me. Here's what annoys me. Here's what annoys me. Here's what annoys me. We're talking about, like, okay, if it, you can't, it, it, it doesn't make logical sense to me to hold space for thinking you are still trying to win it all and going from Barry Trotz to Bruce Boudreaux. That does not make any sense. Uh, that is that is doing the opposite of what you're supposed to do and hoping it works out anyway. If yeah, you do that, I think it, it, Bruce would be yeah. good. Bruce Boudreaux is a better version of Jack Capuano. I said what 
I said. You like that take? It's crazy. Um, <laughs> it's it's really crazy, actually. Anyway, um, the uh, what, what I what what I wanted to get off about uh, the Boudreaux thing was you completely made me lose my train of thought with that take, but that's okay. That's okay. I'm getting back. I'm getting back on. I'm, I'm getting back on track. It's going to come up in your exit interview. I wonder if, um, I wonder if the combination of Bruce's kind of, uh, uh, I'll say charisma, but also just the way that he uh, looks at and coaches hockey and it's definitely more offensive. And like you said, it's, it's definitely more of a regular season type uh, type play than it is playoff. But I wonder if the combination between that and having a group that has won big games and been deeper, uh, you mesh those two things together and it equals out to more of a net positive and you kind of get that uh, success that he's never okay. seen, but mm-hmm. with the style that he kind of plays. So there's I, a little bit of, a little bit of everything. I don't, I don't mind Boudreaux, especially in how he instantly makes the teams he goes to jump and they stay playoff like playoff caliber afterwards like but i just i is he on your list is he on your list uh i find him acceptable but i i I wouldn't be happy um okay i don't have a list I, i i i i have to live with the fact that i might as well make one because it's 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 happened uh, like, like I said, I agree with you on Lane Lambert being number one. I don't think he's the most likely because Lou said they need a new voice in the room. Uh, and and yeah, obviously Trotz is, was the, the main voice, but I think that he wants someone that hasn't been in that room. I, um, I really wonder about Paul Maurice. I, I like Paul him. Maurice, Paul Maurice uh, would be interesting in that it's like uh, talked about like kind of a coach trade, but I, I think, you know, the thing that Paul Maurice had a pretty good successful program for a while in Winnipeg. Yeah. They um, went to, they, they, they went to a, an Eastern conference final where they got fucking, they got Knights to did in that fucking they, miracle they run that they had. They, sh- they should have gone further, I think, but they should have won the cup that year. They should have. I, I, and that would have been against Barry Trotz. And I feel like, in a way, Paul Maurice kind of reminds me of not Barry Trotz, but like, uh, he, doesn't he feel like the best coach that hasn't coached uh, to a Cup W? Paul Maurice. Um, I know that his tenure was long and he's been to a conference final. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, he's definitely a guy that you root for. I think, uh, the, the humanity side of things is there, which is important to us. And, and I, I feel like it's kind of important to, to Lou to a certain extent, honestly. Um, he's, he's hungry. He's hungry. He's also excited. He, he left the jets because he was burnt out. Desmond, are you, are you, are, are you forcing me to bump Paul Maurice up my list in terms of wanted to number two, Bruce at number three. I mean, this is, this is why I'm the franchise podcaster of the group. Right. Whereas like, you're the guy that, you know, 
we got to see, we got to see, maybe we keep them on. I don't know. Um, you know, I, I made a great point there and, uh, I imagine it will be reflected in my exit interview. Exit interview. Okay. Go, go ahead. Keep, keep talking about it. Let's, let's, let's talk about your list. You started, you so, talked about Paul Maurice. So you after, ta we talked about Lane Lambert. I mean, after Lane Lambert, uh, like I said, like Bruce Boudreaux, I see the value in him. I, I don't want, I don't want Pete DeBoer. He's the opposite of what, what, what I'd want. Uh, he gets, uh, he, he gets, he gets, he's one of those guys that over, you know, kind of like uh, to a certain extent, this happens with all coaches, but he's one of those guys that wears out his welcome, but you know, he has, he, he does have playoff be, success to a certain extent. I, and he's, I, a, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. V, v, Vino, is Vino still, still on the market? Yes. Yes. I had a, uh, at work today, I had a like FedEx guy because on my uh, uh, he 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 knows that I, I'm an Islanders fan, and we talked about it for a minute. And he mentioned his the first thing that he mentioned was Elaine Vigneault, and I made like a face and I said, "That's your that's your like number one thought immediately." And he was like, "Hey, you know, he overstays his welcome, but uh, he does get immediate success out of the, out of his teams usually. He gets an, an incredible first year. So with all the one year contracts on this team, uh." But no, I, I don't. I don't want him. I mean, like to no. me, no. To me, I, I don't. I, I don't. Uh, if if it's not Lane Lambert, uh, like, Paul Maurice. If it's not Lane Lambert, it's Paul Maurice. If it's not Paul Maurice, I'd accept Bruce Boudreaux. If it's not him, like <laughs> if it's not if it's not him, if it's not him, then maybe David Quinn. Oh man, I know that a lot of Rangers fans were um, jokingly saying hire David Quinn, hire David Quinn. So that's funny. Um, I don't think he's. I, I mean, like, I, I think I don't. He's he's seen one. Yeah, he's seen one stop. So who the hell knows? Maybe he, you know, he's had success at the college level. Maybe that translates. Maybe it doesn't. After one, you know, sometimes it takes a couple stops for these guys. Uh, yeah, we'll I, I mean, I, but but to me. If it's not Lane Lambert, I think Paul Maurice, it just feels like Paul Maurice, he's been so close, just like the Islanders. And yeah. it's both like, what the fuck are we doing here? Uh, you know, I, I think I, I think that would be because I, I, I don't I don't want Vigneault. I don't want uh, he won't I have to shave. He won't have to shave. You want to change the look? I don't. I don't want Julianne. I, 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 nah, I don't I, want Claude Julianne either. I, I feel like they press weirdos there there's like i feel like there's there's people who who have like been saying that like trots is you know uh the game is outgrown trots no 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 the game is outgrown guys like claude julian i think though the the, the and there's like a parallel that, that like I'm, I'm thinking through here where it's like it feels like the, the this islanders team and paul maurice paul maurice's jets just they missed out through like unforeseen or just not necessarily unforeseen, but weird circumstances where like totally the trots, the trots arrow was supposed to have to that. It was supposed to be trots, Lamorello and Tavares. That, that was supposed to be the sure. thing. And, and, and Paul Maurice, the, those, the, the jets here come the jets and they had that strong. Uh, Buffalo right, Wheeler. Maurice. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The right, the, the, the right defense. They had the, the Buffalo Truba, uh, uh, Tyler Myers, like 
right yeah, side. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. With yeah. with Josh Morrissey and and fucking Enstrom, like they have. Those were like, good teams, man. Those were really good teams. Those are really good teams, and it just but it didn't work out. They they just missed, and then and then they just missed, and then Bufflin retires out of nowhere. Seemingly, yeah. Truba demands a trade forever and finally gets it and it's like oh i'm fucked i'm yeah. absolutely fucked yeah well yeah two big part pieces of his defense just gone like that really um okay i like it i like it um uh there was one other thought that i wanted to share regarding trot and it was something that uh it, it was it was something I'll that let you I vamp. saw someone tweet. I'll let you vamp. I'm going to grab a drink real quick. I'll, you, yeah, I'll you, let you look for it on Twitter. You grab a drink. You grab a drink. Go ahead. Grab me a drink. I've got it. I've got the... Um, I'm not going to edit any of this, but I've got the tweet. I've got the tweet. If you're still listening, I've got the tweet. And I'm not going to read until Desmond comes back. And then when he comes back, before I read the tweet, you know what I might do? I might go grab a seltzer myself. So you're going to have to wait. You have to wait another couple minutes. You're stuck with me. Um, absolutely pretty good. You know. What else? Uh, I, watched, I was watching Paddington 2 today instead of... Uh, the Rangers, because I, you know, I, I don't quite understand the fascination with watching two teams that you don't like play uh, in the playoffs. It, it just upsets me either way. And while I do love Sid and the way that he plays, um, I don't like the Penguins. They upset me and the Rangers upset me even more. Oh, God. So, so, so instead of watching that, I chose to watch Paddington two before watching uh the abs while i record this podcast um and i could have watched the caps and panthers but i'm not quite as interested in that as i am paddington too to a certain extent um oh you you talked about your stupid movie uh well actually paddington i'm not gonna i i I take that i respect paddington 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 goes pretty inward and uh yeah paddington's fucking awesome man uh but anyway here's the tweet um, oh no, I promised that I would delay this further and get my own drink. So you vamp for a second. Oh, okay. Well, Mike's taste in movies sucks. Uh Doctor Strange 2. Here's my review. Uh I I like it. Uh I liked it a lot, uh, but I think it is an example of uh trailers uh giving away too much. I also though wonder how much uh marvel thought let's, they didn't have the best movie let's so talk they, about they put a lot in the trailers uh the first act feels like uh spider-man sam raimi the second act is a little bit more horror campy and then the third act rushes to try to make those two multiverses of cinematic lenses uh mesh but it's a little bit of a tonal uh mishmash in the last end part, let's let overall pretty good Let's talk about Doctor Strange 2 for a second because it's a movie that I will never see, I don't think, and I love Sam Raimi. And I saw the last Marvel movie that I saw was the first Doctor Strange. That's the last okay. one that I had seen. 
Um, and I didn't mind it. I thought it was fine. I thought it was fine. I didn't mind it. I really like Benedict Cumberbatch. I think that he is phenomenal and should have won Best Actor for Power of the Dog this year at the uh, at the Oscars. Jane Campion, what what a, what a treat that movie is. Um, regardless, uh, Doctor Strange two. Um, uh, uh, I went in knowing about it and having Doctor Strange be the last Marvel movie that I've seen. I had uh, told a friend, I was like, you know, Sam Raimi directed it. I think I'm just going to go see it. Like, you know, especially because there's a, my favorite podcast as of the last six, seven months has been Blank Check, which is a, a podcast about filmographies. They, they basically take a director and they'll spread it out over the course of a couple months where they'll cover a movie every episode. And they're doing Sam Raimi right now. And they're going to end it off with Doctor Strange 2. And I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe I'll go see it. So that way I can kind of, you know, I'm watching along with mm-hmm. everything else that I haven't seen and re-watching stuff like The Evil Dead, uh, uh, you know, and, and other Sam Raimi stuff. So I may as well, you know. Um, and <laughs> he goes, you're going to see that movie? I need you to watch the trailer. And I watched the trailer and I, I couldn't believe how disinterested I was in, in what I saw. So I did not wind up going to see it. It just looked like a fucking nightmare. It looked like so much happening all at once. It's all fucking green screen nightmare shit. Um, it's, it's just like an overbearing overload of, of like sensory overload. It was, uh, uh, and yeah, yeah, he yelled at me. He was like, you haven't seen that trailer, have you? And then I saw it and I was like, oh, no, I don't think I'm going to go see this. Um, and that's and, and the other thing that's funny is a lot of the people that I know who have similar taste in movies to me have seen it and said that they really think that the third act is like super strong. So it's funny hearing you say that about it. I know nothing about it. I know absolutely nothing of what happened. So I don't know whose side I would fall on there, but. That's my whole Doctor Strange spiel. Benedict Cumberbatch should have won Best Actor for Power of the Dog. Really great movie. Jane, Jane Campion, really great I kept, director. I kept, I kept hitting my pen during the movie. So it might have been the third act also was when uh, the THC was just really That's just fine. steering. Um, you, you see that Northman movie? Are you going to go see that Northman movie? Uh uh, so it's a man that was bit by a radioactive north. All right. Is that- all right. <laughs> oh, you're so mad. Too. You're so mad. No, I'm not you're mad. So mad. I'm you're not mad. mad. Look I'm at not you. mad. You're so mad. You are so mad. Oh, anyway, man. I, and you mentioned the Northman. You thought we were going to talk about it, but I made it a joke. I think you'd like oh, it. It's so like an mad. action movie. It's like a revenge movie. You'd like it. It's just like a regular, maybe not yeah. regular, but it's like it's a relatively straightforward revenge movie. Anyway, I, w- uh, I would see it. It's. I think I you'd like it. It's it. really good. I've seen it three times in in the theater so far. It's nice. See, it's nice. I like. See, it. Will, Willem Willem Dafoe and his big old dong. Yeah, yeah. He shows his dick. He shows his dick. He in does. It. He he does. I heard he's got a hammer situation. I don't know if this was his real dick or a fake penis, but it was huge. Yeah, <laughs> and he, I know he, that he I've heard. I've heard. His, I've heard he's got a big one. Anyway, let's what we let's what, do we, what we in the Austin Powers community call uh, a solid meat and two veg. Here's what we're going to do, because I still have to edit this episode. Uh, I'm going to touch on this tweet and then I'm going to let you give any kind of final thoughts. And then we're going to quickly look at the playoffs and we'll do exit interviews next episode because I okay. got to edit this. OK, OK, Here's what, OK. Here, uh, a podcast that you're going on tomorrow, Dan, Culture of Losing, tweeted. Uh, it is also uproarious. Representing uproarious, the pod. 
uh, it's also uproariously funny that the same people who wanted Barry Trotz tossed out of the NHL for supposedly ruining the game are now openly petitioning their favorite teams to hire him because the Islanders have stupidly let him go. I'm not shocked in the slightest. And I'm going to add to that and say the same people who are saying that he was ruining the game with his brand of hockey uh, are the ones who are going to be making fun of the Islanders for letting him go. Um, just like <laughs> after thing, saying it, it, it's, it's another it's, example of, of, of the things that are good or work with the Islanders never get to be talked about. The Islanders never get to be a team that gets to be affirmative. Like we, we never get positive affirmations, uh, uh, on a, like on a resting, on a resting level of perception. Do you know Islanders who's been never, good? Never get resting affirmations, but you know who's been good about that? Wrong. Yeah. Who? Elliot Friedman's been really good about that. Ever since Tavares left, he was one of the only voices that said, you know what? I actually think the Islanders are going to be fine. He and, and he said it and he maintained it. And 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 uh, you know, he he speaks on them relatively positively. And while it's not kind of the crux of a 32 thoughts, because you know, let's be be perfectly honest that's more canada based and and big market based but uh i i just want to say he you know i just want to basically point out that he is one of the ones that whenever he talks on the islanders it's never it's never demeaning and it's always kind of like how we would want them represented to a certain extent so yeah i i mean i just thinking about that like it just i don't know i i in general, though, like I'm not surprised. The, I, the the good things about the Islanders never count, or the Islanders have nothing. But if if a player, if, if if a piece that is good goes, it instantly gets talked about. It instantly gets talked about as, you know, what what a bunch of fucking idiots. And it's like, it it's annoying because I agree. This I I think this was a bad call, but it's like you fuckers never respected the Islanders anyway with, with that part, with that piece. So like, shut the fuck up. I, I, I don't, I don't want to fucking hear it. Ugh. Yeah. It pisses me off. It just, it's such a fucking, uh, it's such yeah. a fucking punch in the fucking you want, gut. You want my final thoughts or do you want to give your final thoughts first? You give your final thoughts because I, I I had one and then, um, all right. Know. Here's here here's my final thoughts. Uh, in in Lou Lamarro's position, I would never make this decision. I'm not endorsing it. Um, I also think that the Islanders are going to be fine, and um, I I have a feeling that whoever they hire is going to be competent. Um, and and you know, in situations like this, while it seems like a really horrible decision. Sometimes uh, a, a voice change can benefit a room and you truly never know, especially with whatever roster shakeup comes, uh, we could see a, a better on ice product. And then all of a sudden a team that is kind of re-energized and even whether it's the new voice or whether it's the kick in the pants, that's like, oh man, this guy that kind of, you know, we've seen all the success under he's gone. Uh, we better fucking step it up or where, you know, this, this core is gone. This is really the last year to prove it. And I think that they're going to, and I think that we're going to see another deep run next year. Uh, cup. Wow. Maybe. Wow. I do. Jesus I do. Christ. Yeah. I and, 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 and hold on. Let me, let me just 
let me just uh, say that uh, Barry Trotz hockey has been uh, Barry Trotz Islanders hockey has been some of the best Islanders hockey it has been the best Islanders hockey I've ever seen in my life, and uh, I'm very very grateful for those runs. But like I said, I don't want to. Uh, I, it's not in my nature to be doom and gloom, and I absolutely envision a scenario where this team gets over the hump. You know, in a circumstance that kind of sucks because you'd like to see them win with with Barry, but hurts a little bit less uh, if they win without him in the sense that he's already got his. Um, so that's it. Those are my final thoughts. Don't don't jump because it's going to be fine. Whatever the reasoning is, whatever the ratio or, or, or portioning of, of blame and reasoning as to any of this. Everybody that still is in the franchise to me is on the fucking clock. The ownership uh, for for allowing Lou the, uh, to be in a position to do that. Uh, Lou for doing that, for having the fucking gall to want a, a more offensive team uh, after after trading away fucking Devin Tays for two second rounders and drafting like shit. If he drafted better, for Simon Holmstrom, that's another fucking player that you would have on an ELC, you old fucking shit. Uh, I, you know, for all the, the fucking Wallstrom things, this motherfucker better hit the goddamn net next year because I don't think Barry Trotz was making him shoot the puck 10 feet fucking wide every time he got set up on the power play. And why is he not in the power play? Because he kept shooting the fucking puck 10 feet wide. <laughs> he better he better hit the fucking net. Matt Barzell better actually be a first line center and not a guy that uh, played kind of like one when someone that actually was one was on the team. I'm I'm uh, Lou better uh, better not get gun shy. Like <laughs> I don't, don't think that he will. <laughs> don't fucking tell me. But my point is. Whatever. Barzell's one thing, but don't tell me you think that Wallstrom didn't deserve blame for how he's played, that Bo doesn't deserve blame for how he's played, mm-hmm. that those fucking players, that, that level of player, that is not even worth... I, I don't think if it, even if Barzell was super bummed, I I, I just, I don't know. I, I, I think that that would still be like, a make it work situation. We'll, we'll get the players. You make it work with this coach situation, but, but I'd at least be willing to listen to bars out the table there. Fucking motherfuckers got to, got to anyone, anybody that's on the team has to fucking produce because trots didn't make Barzell skate indirectly every other game for the past four years. Uh, you know, like it, it's, it's maddening to me um, that that uh, like I, I just it, it'll it will be that much more if if guys play well next year and part of it's new system I'll be like all right it was time they made the change at the perfect time mm-hmm. but short of that people are on the clock you know I I, I really do think they're going to get chicken I just feel like yeah me too. Uh, they, they've been so involved in that they have the cap space i also think in like i think bailey's probably gone uh oh, yeah. i hate to say it, he's my friend 
Uh, we've been friends for a long time. But but I think if you're Rob Trotz after all this, Bailey is like the on some level, not necessarily the player equivalent because not as beloved as a player as, as Trotz was as a coach. But that we're not doing sentiment, uh, sentimentality here uh, no. thing, you know. But yeah, I everybody's on the clock. That's that that's that's my thought now because the the, the wrong kid died. Uh, but uh, died. we got other kids here. So uh, re- real quick, before uh, let's just let's just spend a minute on this. Um, uh, do you subscribe to the theory that because we didn't talk about this, which is shocking? Do you subscribe to the theory that this move is motivated by exit interviews, which Elliot Friedman posited, and we kind of talked about actually? Uh, yeah, we in did. Chat this I, think pa- I, I think it's a part. I, I don't think it's the whole thing. Me too. I think I and I I think that yeah, it's it's a small part of it, but I do think that it is probably part of it, especially from maybe a guy like Matt Brazel, maybe a guy. While I don't think that he takes the opinion of Oliver Wallstrom as as you know uh, uh, highly as someone like Matt Barzell, but um, yeah, who know who the hell who who knows who the hell else too? You know, um, just wanted to get that out there. You know, uh, yeah. anyway. So uh, you've been watching the playoffs a little bit. Rangers are losing. That's great, uh, but but we we haven't really posted about it. Uh, we're, we're waiting. We're biding our time because let me tell you, <laughs> oh my goodness, uh, we, we got our we got our rest in. We got our rest in, and I I, I am ready to cyber bully again. Uh, so yeah, you know, let let's just see how how game game five goes. But uh, I have the peng- just... I I have the Penguins in five. Um, all of my. All of my series predictions can can come true outside of uh, Flames and Five. They kind of blew that. Um, the Stars have been playing really well the last couple of games. Uh, has there been a series in particular you've been following more than any? Um, I, I have. Uh, I've followed a bit of the like. I've, I've followed. I think equally the Le- the Leafs Lightning and. Sure. Um, and the uh, Oilers Kings. Oilers Kings, good series. Uh, uh, interesting. Two teams that are like, uh, I, I enjoy watching both of them for different reasons. And uh, two really nice uh, uniforms, honestly, which is important to me. Um, all right, let me um, let me let me go through this with you really quick. We'll do this. Okay. Uh, okay. Who? Uh, Caps or Panthers? Who do you got? I've got the Panthers. Okay, I have the Capitals. Uh, Lightning or Maple Leafs, who do you got? I have the Leafs. Wow. Uh, you know, I uh, was speaking it with someone. It just feels weird. It feels like a weird year. I, I could see it. I've got the Lightning, but I was speaking with a friend who is a huge Leafs fan. Uh, Nathan, uh, he plays drums in, in a band called Intervals. And um, I said, I've made my peace with the Leafs as a, as a team in terms of their players and who, you know, the team themselves, but that base, man, every time that, every time that I say, you know, I really wouldn't care if the Leafs, you know, won around or whatever. So I see some fucking dumbass say something that just makes my blood boil. And I'm like, man, I hope the Leafs lose in the most embarrassing way possible. Uh, Bruins hurricanes. Who do you got? Um, Hmm. Jeez. 
Hmm. I think it goes seven. I think I think it'll be the Canes. Uh, I got the Bruins. Wow. We've picked uh, opposite all three so far. Penguins and Rangers, I think we're both going to say Penguins. Yes. Uh, Blues and Wild. I have to go with uh, the Wild. Jesus fucking Christ. We're picking opposite on literally everything. Uh, Flames, uh, Flames and Stars. Flames and Stars. I am going to go with the Stars. Wow, I've got the Flames. Kings or Oilers? I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with the Oilers. Jesus fucking Christ, Desmond. <laughs> I got Kings and Seven. Uh, <laughs> all right, Avs, Avs Predators. Okay, Avs. Like, uh, that's done. Are you fucking kidding me? Wow. So, I mean, this proves that you, it was always, it was always the abs for you. Hat on a hat on a hat. Um, all right. That looks, that looks to be kind of, that, that looks to be it pretty much from us. Yeah. I got the abs in four, by the way. Um, it's one, one right now. Uh, it's a good game. Mm. It's a good game. Uh, it's been entertaining I, two, two blowouts and one game that should have been a blowout, but that, that Ingram kid stood on his head and it was a really good game. And, uh, Part Camel Car 30 shot attempts. Jesus part, fucking Christ. Part, part of part of my picks are wanting guys that um are plausible future islanders to have uh quick off seasons. Okay, sure. Yeah, Phil Forsberg. Um drove. Sure, sure, yeah. Um, all right. That's it for us for right now. We will be we will be back. We'll be we'll be doing pods throughout the summer. You know what? Um, you know what? So may, maybe we have we have two minutes, two and a half minutes. I'm proposing that the exit interviews happen at the premiere episode of our off season pod, Zero Thoughts, the podcast. Wow. <laughs> I love it. I love it. What better way to launch our new adventure of even more directionless? Yeah. commentary with yeah. reviewing our performance reviewing each other's performances on through the island until the next through the island which is a barry trotzism did i um i i it is jesus uh did i um new logo coming soon too uh unfortunately did uh did did my wearing an avalanche jersey on top of an islander's jersey on top of another avalanche jersey today did that kind of spoil anything with my exit interview or is it kind of going unchanged i i mean you were pretty much at a fixed a fixed rung of the of the ladder which is the floor um but but i i will i i do i will note it i imagine it will come up especially because you know, you rooted for the Avalanche against the Islanders. I never uh, said. I never said anything. But you didn't root for the the Islanders. The Islanders needed the points more. And and look look what happened. Maybe they win those games. That's that's four more points. And I then see. the other things. You never know. Barry Trotz might still be uh, with the Islanders. Uh, I did not. I, you, you rooting for the Avalanche. I did say. I did say it would be a 
two good games, which they were good games. Um, but but what happened though? It looks like we're about to run out of time. Um, oh, oh, interesting, interesting how that works out. So we'll see. We'll see you all soon. Listen.